Hello, folks. My name is Jeremy. I'm here with certified college planning specialist Jeff Boron, the head of Send Your Kids to College here in Western New York. It's the first episode of the Send Your Kids to College podcast. We want to talk about specifically today some urgent things dealing with the Young Achievers Scholarship. Want to get the word out, but also wanted to announce we're going to be doing a podcast. So we're going to keep doing these throughout the year. Um, We'll probably talk some FAFSA, probably talk some SAT stuff, but, you know, working together for just a little bit of time has shown me and our colleagues that, you know, the work that Send Your Kids to College does here in Western New York is, is truly remarkable. And we just wanted to sort of start talking about these things with a little bit more detail, go into them a little bit more, talk to the community. But you can always find some really good information on the blog. Jeff's been contributing over there as well. Really good information on sendyourkidstocollege.org. And also follow us on Facebook, where we also post a lot of uh, really good content and information. So I've talked quite a bit. I want to introduce you, Jeffs, and let you tell the viewers a little bit about Send Your Kids to College and, and what you guys do. So thanks, Jeremy. So Send Your Kids to College is a nonprofit. We are in western New York, and we work with parents and students that are in high school currently heading off to college. And we do three components. The first is help students identify career majors and colleges. We think that that's very important and it eliminates some of the problems that we see out there with students changing majors, changing colleges, and taking extra years, which is both time and money to finish school. We also have a SAT ACT tutoring service. Uh, We know that some schools are saying test optional. However, their merit scholarships require a test score. So what they're saying is, sure, come on into our school, but we're not going to give you some of this free money for merit scholarships unless you have a certain test score. I work on the financial side, primarily with the parents, creating a whole plan on how to go to college without either ruining your retirement plan or having your your children graduate with mountains of debt and a huge load on their back once they graduate and start working and probably have to move back into your basement. So none of us want that. (laughs) Uh, Just sort of broad strokes, what um, a lot of people are probably, if they're, hopefully a lot of people are listening, you know, more will be listening down the line ideally. But for anyone listening today, there might be a little bit of guilt associated with waiting too long. What's too late or what's too soon when it comes to financially planning for a college, uh, kids' college education? Well, there's never a too soon. Unfortunately, most are too late. Um, we like to see our students when they're sophomores, juniors in college. Unfortunately, we have a lot of students coming to us and parents coming to us at the last minute when our son or daughter is senior, and it's a mad scramble. Creating a plan before you even start visiting colleges is important. We teach you how to have the college money talk so that you're not going out and looking at schools, uh, falling in love with them, and then having a grave disappointment for the whole family when you see that it's not in the cards, either academically, socially, or more importantly, financially. And obviously financially is is. Something that we'll, we'll be continuing to monitor, especially with some of the student loan forgiveness things and, and, and changes to FAFSA potentially down the line. But today, 
the Young Achievers Scholarship. We've got to tell the viewers because the deadline is approaching soon, correct? Right. So the deadline for this year's scholarship is July 1st. Applications have to be received by July 1st. Very important uh, that you can get those in either by U.S. mail. You can even go on our website, sendyourkidstocollege.org, and do the application online and submit it that way, uh, which is going to make it a lot easier. Don't procrastinate. We get a lot in at the last minute. We cut off at 1,000 applications. We still have uh, openings, and we do three $1,000 scholarships. The nice thing about this is it's limited only to Western New York, Erie, Niagara County students that are in high school. So you're not competing with, like, the Coca-Cola National Scholarship. You're really competing with a small group of students, which increases your chance of being awarded one of the scholarships. And uh, one of the one of the parts of, of the of the application process being the written portion. Uh, can you tell the viewers what you specifically might be looking for when, when you look in, into that beyond what's on the application? So it's a 250 word essay and it's about why college is important to me and also, uh, gets into the fact to talk about some of the planning. How am I going to pay for this? Uh, we like to see students be aware of the cost of college and not just expect that their parents are going to pay, but be part of that process so that it goes smoother and the family dynamics keep in place. And uh, going going a little bit back to the social media stuff, if, if any of our viewers have been on our, our Facebook lately, one of the most incredible things that I've seen lately with with send your kids to college was the Yale uh, the Yale scholarship and also the Niagara or maybe not right. not scholarship but the appeal process the appeal can you tell process. us about that because that seems interesting so one of the things we do a full gamut but uh, we start out by really creating a plan um, making sure we're applying to the correct colleges from an academic, social, and financial fit. I come in on the financial side to look at how things are going to work out for that family financially. We apply to colleges. We submit all your college uh, financial forms for you. And then we get the awards. We review the awards. And if they're not what we anticipate or would expect or would really like, uh, we do appeals for parents and do an appeal letter to that college looking for more money. This year we had about a 93% success rate, uh, anywhere from two to $10,000 a year. And we've got some great awards from schools like Canisius, Yale, Niagara, Fredonia, um, just to name a few. So it's been a real successful process. It's something I've been trained in how to do, and there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And that's it helps it helps to have someone that knows what they're doing and also helps to know someone, you know, especially if you're communicating with these these people in, in these departments and obviously always helps to know someone. Um, as far as the other scholarships, you know, is is this this particular one is, is provided by the local organization, the the Young Achievers Scholarship. A couple other misconceptions. Um we often hear the term Excelsior Scholarship. Uh, we were talking before the before the episode today about how that's kind of almost not a scholarship, but right. uh, it, a, it's a form of financial aid. It's a last dollar scholarship, so it is uh, applicable to families with household incomes under one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. 
primarily the SUNY schools, the state schools, and what it will provide is free tuition. you got to remember that school has three components to it. There's tuition, there's fees, and there's room and board. So it does not cover fees and room and board, but it does cover free tuition. But being a last dollar scholarship, if a family were to receive other words, let's say a Pell Grant and a TAP Grant, um, it's going to just pick up the difference of tuition minus what you've been awarded. So that's a misconception to many people. Many people think it's pay for tuition and I'll get all this other money too. It doesn't really work that way. Uh, but it is a good option, especially for parents with household incomes between eighty dollars and $125,000. We see New York State TAP awards cut off at an income of 80000 this kind of bridges that from eighty to one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars of income, and can knock off fifty-five hundred dollars off your bill. That's that's impressive. Uh, as far as other scholarships, is would it be fair to say that you you guys would be able to help um, families and, and viewers with? kind of finding other options beyond just ours? So when we advise on scholarships, first of all, most scholarship, most money comes from the school itself. Uh, In order to get other scholarships, the national, local, et cetera, the student has to apply. Sometimes that's a challenge, you know, get the Xbox controller out of your hands and, and get them writing an essay for a scholarship. It can be tough to do that, but it's very rewarding if you do. We always say start with the school first and then branch out, go locally next, maybe look at the parents' employers, uh, maybe the student themselves worked at uh, a company like Wegmans, which offers scholarships. So start small and branch off big. By the time you're looking at these national scholarships, there are a lot of competition out there, and it's harder to get. Some of the scholarships, you see these, uh, you know, these things written that so many scholarships don't get, uh, don't get picked up, don't get awarded. But there's some obscure scholarships out there. Like, uh, you know, if you have this last name and you're going to this school and you're left-handed, you can apply to this scholarship. But they are out there. It's worth the time and effort to do it. Um, we always advise never pay somebody a fee to find a scholarship. That's generally a scam. Uh, there's scholarship search engines out there which we can advise you on, give you, and uh, you can find scholarships to apply to. And it would be fair to say, you know, I, I had heard you say something about the Xbox controller and not, not to wait. I think it would be a perfect time to start. Like we said earlier, it's never too never – too, uh, early to start, never too early to put down that Xbox controller and write a quick essay. That's right. So our scholarship goes up to juniors in high school because we want them to start thinking about college and planning. So it's an incentive for them to do that. When do most people really participate in scholarship searches? It's kind of after the fact. It's right about now. They've selected their college. They've committed to their college. And all of a sudden they're thinking, how am I going to pay this gap between what we have in financial aid and maybe money saved by mom and dad and that price that we're going to have to pay. And there's a gap there. So you're either going to fill it with scholarships or you're going to fill it with loans. And obviously we'd like scholarships. So there's a last minute hustle out there. We say, don't wait to that last minute. Start applying back when you're sophomores and juniors. And what would you say to uh, athletes out there? Because I was an athlete and this is obviously, unfortunately, didn't get that Division One scholarship. (laughs) 
So what do you say to athletes out there regarding scholarships? Because you might think the only way is to get in through sports, but it's it's not so much. There's a lot of options out there. Right. Every, you know, I had two daughters, and they both participated in athletics, and every parent out there dreams, and many think that their student's going to be a scholarship athlete and get a full ride to a school. The reality is that's a very, very small portion of students and athletes. Uh, and, Jeremy, I would say to you, you just had to work harder, and, you know, it would have been there. Right, right. But, <laughs> but uh, student athletics are great. Division One is really where the money is. And those are f- those are few and far between. Uh, the exceptional athletes will get those. But the other thing I always tell people, having worked with student athletes in the past, if you get one of those scholarships, it's not like they're just handing you money without a commitment. It's a lot of work to be a student athlete. And to the coach, regardless of what they all say, the athletics come first, academics come second. They own you. Uh, so Balancing academics and athletics at the same time is a huge, huge commitment and can be a problem. I can actually speak on that. I, it, playing even at the Division three level, it, it certainly was. Try having a job playing a sport and going to college at the same time. Good luck with that. Um, but on that topic, it was just interesting to uh, hear you say the, the difference between the Division One and the Division Three, and also putting in the work. And when you said working working harder, I thought of myself, you know, if we work harder in the classroom, maybe it would have made up for some <laughs> yeah. of the loss in height or speed. But it does it is an interesting lesson to be learned in, in hindsight. We all we all wish we would have tried a little bit harder. But I guess in closing, what would you be your uh, final message to, you know, the, the freshmen, the sophomores, the eighth graders and the tenth graders that are, you know, they're they're sort of they think that they're in junior high now, but, you know, they're not too far away. Yeah, to those families, um, create a plan. And the plan, most families that I work with might have uh, more than one student going to college. The plan has to incorporate the whole family. So if you've got a son or daughter heading off to college and he's got a brother and sister a year, two or three years behind, we've got a plan for that because we've got to understand we can't below the budget on the first one and then it's not fair to go to our other children and say sorry but your brother took all the money for college and there's nothing we can do to help you at that point what's the plan where is the money going to come from craft it out for the whole family and the timeline to do so and then everybody will be happy and there'll be no big disappointments and and again it certainly does seem helpful to have an expert like you to be able to call, ask questions, run things by, because I, you know, I, I, I always say I don't know where I would be without my parents. You know, they did a lot for me, but there's only so much a parent without your type of experience can do. So is there anything else that we did not cover today that you would like to make sure the viewers know? Well, one of the things, so we can't, we can generally help everybody, but uh, for some families, there's only so much that we can do. We don't charge for an initial consultation, so if you come in, uh, there's no fee to do that. We are set up as a not-for-profit, so we will listen and take down copious notes, get some information from you, and at the very least, we'll give you some ideas, some tips, and open a communication line at no charge to you. Uh, If we do a full plan, um, that's going to get much more involved, but again, we can't help everybody, 
and we're not a good fit for everybody. So we encourage you to just come on in, kick the tires, talk about it. The very, the the least thing you're going to get is some information that you don't know today. Yeah, and stay tuned because we will be back with more information as the sort of the year goes throughout. There's there's different portions of the year that are going to you know come up and be more and more relevant throughout each school year. But um, and you know, Jeremy, one other thing yeah. is on our website. If you go to the blog section. There is a piece that I wrote and published called The 12 Mistakes. Uh, those are things to not do when you're planning for college. So go take a look at that. It's a PDF. You can download it and print it. But those are the 12 common mistakes that we see uh, happening with college planning or lack of college planning. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, we will we will wrap the first episode. Thank you again for listening. We hope that we were helped. Uh, can always reach Jeff at the website sendyourkidsatcollege.org and thank you for listening please tell a friend if you know anyone that may have these questions let them know spread the word we'll be back with some more with Jeff Boron in the future but for now thank you very much thanks Jeff